In today's episode, the fourth and last installment for providing a safe environment for our youth series will be about discovering how essential our community is in child abuse prevention. Peace and blessings, family. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Did you know I was a published author? Yes, Your Granny Forever is published. The title of the book is Love's Celebration, and it is a book of 30 days of poetic affirmations you can use to be mindful of how great you were created. There is also a Love's Celebration workbook that support you with prompts asking questions for you to consider as you are on your journey of loving and respecting yourself more. You can find these items on my link tree. I'll be sure to leave the link for you in the show notes and on the blog so you can get your copy today. I'm also an upcoming co-author in an anthology scheduled to publish August 1st this year called You Can, which is an inclusion of 33 inspirational stories with 32 other authors supporting you with positivity for your life. The link to the interview is also on the blog for you to enjoy. And now to the show. Last week's episode was about educators being effective for child abuse prevention. And we began with how they do not just impart education into our children, but also keeping them safe by recognizing and reporting signs of abuse. If you missed last week's episode, the link will be provided for you in the show notes and also on the blog. This week's focus is how important community involvement is to child abuse prevention. I did quite a bit of research on this topic. To keep the episode from tiring you out from the lengthy information, I will leave links for you on the blog to go over so you can familiarize yourself with some things the CDC, Child Welfare, and others have to say on this topic. There will also be a link provided to guide you on what is being said in your state on being involved as a community for child abuse prevention. So be sure to click the link to the blog in the show notes for this valuable information. Let's begin with benefits of community involvement. The African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child, means that an entire community of people must interact with children for those children to experience and grow in a safe and healthy environment. Some of the benefits are strengthens and supports families, helps with the child's development, mental health, physical health, and safety. Raises the level of self-esteem for the children and families because some peop- someone or people outside the home care about the welfare of the children and the family inside their home. Reduces learning delays in children. Reduces health problems. And also reduces substance misuse and adult criminal behavior later in life. As a child... I remember my community being very involved in my life. Now, keep in mind, I grew up in the 70s, so community involvement then is quite different than now. Not only were your parents and other relatives in your business making sure you were behaving and safe, your neighbors and other people in the community did as well. First of all, 
Everyone knew your parents and kept up with who all the children belonged to. So for instance, if you went to the community store, there was a report on how well or not well you behaved while you were there by the owners of the store or one of the neighbors who saw you while they were there. Parents did not mind the adults or even older children making sure you were safe or reminding you of certain behaviors you needed to adhere to while in public places. The older children in the neighborhood will always keep an eye on which direction you were headed in the event an adult was looking for you, and also if you were headed in a direction predators were also known to be in, and you weren't aware they existed in that area. Because of these reinforcements consistently around you, the reduction of you being in trouble, being in unsafe parameters, or getting a bad report on you from someone outside the family was great. It also strengthened the community because children were able to trust people outside the home. There, there was always someone you could talk to. Parents who needed more skills with parenting received assistance from their neighbors. If you think neighborhood watch is fairly new, you are mistaken. The neighbors watching out for unsafe and harmful activities in their neighborhood has been going on since before I was born. Today, you see more people watching unsupervised children being unsafe and not say anything. I understand sometimes parents of today will have a fit if you say something, but I still choose to say something to the child or children. Let the parents have their say and then proceed with why I said something to their children in the first place. Most often, because it was usually a safety issue, the parents simmer down and say thank you before going into why they have a fearful response to saying something to their child. I get it. There are many fears, but I also get the importance of being the one bringing alertness to the children and the other adults in the area the safety hazards of the involved children. I have always been one to stay alert about the safety of others. This skill came with being the eldest of 20 grandchildren and having to help the adults look out for them. It is also a skill that was advanced working for the Virginia Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services for a little over 13 years, making sure the individuals who lived there were kept, were kept safe. I pride myself on being a proactive eye in my community, and I find great pleasure in producing these episodes supporting you do the same. Now, I mentioned what I do while in a public setting to help children be safe when their responsible adult's attention has been placed somewhere else. Here are a few other things I do just to give you examples of what you are able to do in your community. The first thing I do is volunteer. I'm on two fundraising committees with CASA, and CASA is Court-Appointed Special Advocate. The second thing I do is specifically look out for events and seminars in my local community raising awareness of child abuse that will help me to be alert of signs and recognize them and to report them. These are generally free events you can attend. You can also get in touch with your local YMCA or YWCA for more information of other events taking place enhancing the welfare of the youth in your community. This activity led to me being a mentor for children who are taken out of abusive homes. 
I am able to be a big sister or granny, providing them spaces to talk so they can express how they feel and support them developing healthy coping techniques. My mother used to say, it pays to have a nosy neighbor. So the last thing I do is monitor my community. You know that one lady who's always on the front porch watching everything? Yeah, that would be me. There are an abundance of youth in my community. I don't take being called granny lightly at all. If it looks or smells wrong, I'm on it. The parents or other responsible adults appreciate it. Sometimes it's hard monitoring everything your children do. It's always a good thing when someone else helps keep an eye out for their safety. If you believe a child, whether yours or not, are experiencing abuse, which is a threat to their safety, I'll leave a link in the show notes and on the blog guiding you on things you can do to ensure their safety. Hopefully, I've said something in this brief episode to help you be mindful of some things we are facing with children in our community. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let us know in the voice message on the Anchor app or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. If you are a concerned citizen and would like to know more about what's going on and how to support your youth, follow the links in the show notes or on the blog as your guide. Feel free to email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com with comments, questions, or concerns you would like addressed concerning our youth. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week as I disclose reasons I include suicide prevention as a discussion related to abuse. Thank you.